it's, it's, no, let's talk Water. about it. Uh, you know, this is probably like one of the most influential artists in our time, man. Um, and he just dropped a, a banger podcast with Drake Tap, you know. And that's Kanye, Kanye West. You know, um, I'm here with my brothers, uh, Don and, and Keith. And, you know, I'm Maya, man. We're here with um, Free Game. We're going to talk about the Dream Champs um, interview with, with Kanye, man. So I just want to start it right out. We're going to go right into it because, hey, y'all boys, this is a lot of, we got a lot of clickbait. We got a lot of content, like, Ye was on one. He was off the, the Japanese sake. He was off the Japanese whiskey. Hey, um, hey they, done, they done passed that man the blunt. For <laughs> Smoking the oh, blunt, man. man. Like, Ye was teed on this one. So let's go ahead and right to it, man. Let, let's talk about it. What, what's y'all thoughts on this episode? What's y'all thought about Ye in this um, episode overall? Um, I, I feel like he gave, he gave us the Chicago version of yeah, you feel me? Like, you know, a lot of people have been like the, 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 the usual yeah, like, you know, he's been on a another different type of tangent or something like that. But now he like, he tuned back in. Most people have been saying like, oh, okay, I, I fucks with yeah again. Like they ain't never really stopped fucking with him. They just fuck with him less. But they said after this interview, you feel me, they fuck with him more, you feel me? And I feel like that's because he like, he's, he's being more genuine. It ain't no, it ain't no, it ain't no beating around the bush. He like he just going straight for what it is. Like he giving you, he giving you the tea. He giving you what how he feeling about Drake, how he feeling about Jordan, how he feeling about Kim Kardashian, mental health. Like he just he just giving it all. Like he just giving out his side. You feel me? Like this is probably one of the most powerful interviews we done seen. Uh, the most viral interviews, one of the most viral interviews that's been on radio stations. Everybody writing and talking about it like this, and it's just one person, one rapper. You feel me? So it's like that's how you know, like you said, one of the most influential rappers of our time right now. So we gotta, we gotta take advantage of why he here. Yeah, I'm right with you, man. Cause it's like, yay, that whole interview. You can tell he did not give. He didn't give no shit, man. He was talking his spit. They talked about Drake. He told, he told him what's up with Drake. He talked about the verses. He said, man, I'll verse anybody. You know, Don, man, let, let me hear from you, bro. Like, we talked a couple weeks ago about it. Like, what you think from Ye about this interview? Um, yeah, probably about last week or a week ago, we talked about it, Ye. Um, I think um, Ye was able to uh, be intimate, you know, with, with his fans and with the culture on uh on a down to earth level. You know, he's able to, you know, put this coat up on the on the coat rack and just chill. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, you know, uh paparazzi or some some weird arterial uh, agenda. It was just to get some insight on what Ye uh has really been going through his opinion and his insight and so some things that's been happening. Um, it, it feels like for the, you know, past, I don't know, maybe well over five years, it's been just weird, you know, with no, with no explanation. None at all. Weird, right? People who haven't been able to understand anything that he's done from like rocking a MAGA hat to wearing masks, you know, under the MJ act, like to have blanket all hidden and everything like that. Um, he was just able to to be real and just like open up. And so with that, um, been very vocal about his mental health, you know, but then also um, even insight on that, right? People say, oh yeah, he's crazy, crazy, crazy. Gemini, he nuts, right? But he got $9 billion. So like, <laughs> how crazy could he be with worth $9 billion? Like, you know, you don't you don't obtain nine billion from being crazy, but then also just even that label not being able to be hushed or boxed in because they're calling you crazy. Like, oh, they they calling me crazy because they want me to you know shut the hell up. But like, 
because he, he won't be boxed. So. But I don't know, though, man. I think I think Ye still got that insanity in him, man. I think uh, we were talking with – well, I was talking with Ma uh, this past week. And it's just like to be great where you at, to be that – that, you know, so great at what you were, you know, we talk about Kanye, we talk about Michael Jackson, we talk about, you know, Beethoven, you know, all these guys, they go into that, that, that psyche of craziness to be great where they at, like, it's like something that you got to tap into, it's like even MJ. I won't, I won't necessarily say that, what I will say is that, right, everybody's crazy in their own being, right? There's always going to be something that's weird about somebody that is not accepted until it's accepted, right? Mm-hmm. And so it, it, it's just weird, man. It's like everybody got a little crazy. I'm like, if everybody was able to be as real and as intimate with their opinions to the world, like everybody was looking like, oh, you nuts. Like, if you can, you can, like, dispel the thoughts that cross your mind or your views off of somebody without being judged or something like that, like, half of the people wouldn't even be hanging with people. Like, right now, to this point. Uh, definitely. I think, like you said, everybody got their quirks, everybody got their tendencies, but, you know, he, hell, he keeps eating cheese on his um, damn cookies. But, uh, Hey, hey, them bitches busting, folks. Oh no, you get some, you get some, um, you get some craft, some craft square cheese, you get some chips ahoy for busting. Craft cheese, you still eating craft cheese? It's not even real. I think it's craft. The the square cheese, I eat that. Get you some cheese what? from the deli, man. How to, how to cut your cheese up from the deli, man. Get you some real cheese. You want the real cheese? It might taste better. You feel like some cheddar? Come on, now. You ever had cheese and cookies? Anyways, but this nigga eat y'all captain, man. Y'all. That like this nigga eat his, he eat his cheese with cookies. You know, he eat cookies with cheese, bro. So that's crazy in its own right. But it's like that a ain't dude. crazy. Feel like that's all he had in the crib at one point in time. He just fell in love with it. <laughs> hey, we all came from the struggle, folks. We all came from the yeah, trenches. Ain't, ain't crazy, it's like, <laughs> nah, bro. You know, we got soul food from coming from. Some hard times, the scrap, right? That's definitely not a struggle meal, bro. That's some let me try some shit meal. Like he was bored and it is uh, <laughs> good. Yeah, me with some with some milk. <laughs> but anyways, man, it's like you talk <laughs> back to you. You talking to a genius, and you know they just got the weird quirkiness about them. Like you ever talk to like. A smart, a smart ass nigga is just like, bro, really don't really communicate well with us. Like, he's just all awkward and stuff. It's just like, that's how they just too smart. I don't know, man. I don't know if y'all ever like, but I feel like, you know, yay, he's in that, to be as great as he is, he's got to be that over the top weird nigga. Like, even Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, like, he was over Like, this nigga, a damn they get mad if, a nigga look at him wrong. It'll be like, man, I'm finna go 50 on this nigga. Or even Michael Jackson, like, got a whole, what, playground in the back of his backyard. And with animals. <laughs> with animals. It's, I want little kids to come over there. So it's like, you got to I mean, if you factor in, right, there's things that happen, right? It's not what's wrong with you, it's what's happened to you, hmm. right? So... What happened to Michael Jackson to make food? You know, want to never leave Neverland. It's a Peter Pan type stuff, right? He mm-hmm. was robbed of his childhood, so it's not like it's not crazy. His parent, his dad, crazy. You know, he he his dad didn't let food be a kid, mm-hmm. and so when if you think about it, when he got of age and can make, he said, "I don't want to be a kid again." He wasn't able to be a kid. You know what I mean? Like so many, so many. So many kids are not able to be kids. They're, they're forced to be something that's not of their age because of what the circumstances are, right? Now, he was a, a musical genius, right? But um, that was something that was forced upon him. 
I feel that. I'm saying that he didn't like it, you know, and you think about it, you watch different stuff and not, not to get off subject because it's not about uh, Michael Jackson. It's about yeah. Kanye West, but when um, when he started messing with Quincy Jones, he wanted Quincy Jones to be his dad because he was more of a father figure than his actual dad. His dad, you know, from flat broke Gary, Indiana, he Go do them dances, sing them songs like I told you, and we leaving, you know, Gary type stuff. You know, it wasn't no real relationship happening. It wasn't, you know, it was, you know, I gotta do what I gotta do to make, you know, Joe Jackson proud, make him happy. Mm-hmm. He said, I don't want to be in Jackson Five. You know, we get Jackson Five. I'm done. He said, you well, ain't done nothing. Yes, I am. You know what I'm saying? The whole thing, you saw this whole. Uh, protagonist, antagonist thing with Michael Jackson and Joe Jackson, right? And so, um, just like with all the people that you just named, you said, uh, you said Kanye, you said Beethoven, you said Mozart. Beethoven, believe it or not, he was deaf, right? Yeah. So imagine you playing this, you are making this wonderful, beautiful music that you could never hear. Would you be crazy, G? That's what I'm saying. I'm like... So, I mean, it's not, it's not, uh, it's more so what happened to you. You know what I'm saying? Like what happened to Kanye to force more like a, a product of your environment. You just saying. Yeah. No, I won't say he's a product of his environment because if he's a product of his environment, he wouldn't be where he is right now. He didn't let his environment, you know, conform him to what he saw. You know what I'm saying? And um he was able to rise above it. But with that. You know, um, his first girlfriend, who was, you know, AKA uh, a, a darker skinned woman, right? Um, then he getting all this money, and you know, his mom dies. Kim Kardashian. When you when you got those type of lenses, he already had the lenses on his life. But when you got that type of reality presses on your life, it's like. It's a script, you know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. he, he's learning a lot of stuff behind the scenes stuff that he probably didn't know, you know. And then on top of, um, you know, being played by Nike, um, and then using him as a puppet, and then you know making, you know, the Yeezys with Adidas, right? And even with that, he made what? He made what? I want to say seventeen. 17, however much he made, it's like almost a, a, a $80 billion difference or $80 million difference between what he made and what Adidas made off of the whole shoe deal. Right. Off his shadow. I mean, you know, this is my thoughts on the whole interview. We talk about crazy, man, because the man said he's living out of bag, like his house is his bag. Um, he talked about even like his vices with Kim K. He was like, "What's the?" I don't think that was actually crazy. I think that was like some kind of like that was kind of like a man to me a little bit. But it's also like, all right, bro, if this, you say this your wife, then why you ain't? I don't know. I feel like he put a little bit more effort in showing it a little bit more. He's like, she's still my wife, but y'all y'all trying to tear us apart. But it's also like you're not giving us evidence and showing us that that's really still your wife. Feel me, but uh, you know, she didn't put out evidence to show that she's not. I mean, wasn't it like a a thing where they said they she got the divorce papers or something, right? Something like that. I don't know. I'm pretty sure, based off what how many times he's named dropped that, um, that information would have came forward. You can be separate, but I mean, it's so much money to be. Divided on, I'm not sure if prenuptials or anything like that, whatever the case may be. But um, yeah, it's, it's just this weird space, right? But he was able to give us insight on what he, how he really felt about the whole situation. Yeah. Even with that, it's like pinning him against, you know, um, I, but I just, I just feel like he just. Because I'm just about to finish it, then we go on to the next segment. I just feel like who is this like a real interesting individual, bro? 
Like for him to just sit down and just be talking about he live out of his bag, and then he was talking about his haircut. Like he really had a reason about his haircut. He's like, man, I got a dove right here. I got a dove right here. And it's like, bro, like this nigga can't be sane. But it's also like he was talking like some real shit during the interview. Like talking about, you know, the next so, I mean, right? I mean, based off his haircut, you you seen you seen somebody in the hood with a haircut like that, you're gonna say what? Oh, fool crazy. Why? Does your haircut really oh, make you crazy? Hey. Just Oh, I see old, boy, the love haircuts. I'm baking it down instantly. <laughs> boy, you got patches, boy. I'm gonna call you patches. I'm gonna call you patch. <laughs> you know some shit, patch. <laughs> patch, boy, patch man. But patch then, man. then, then, then patch, patch, tell you what's in your wallet, and then. <laughs> I mean, he yeah. was. No, I, I can't. I ain't even talking about Kanye. Let, let's just say somebody, like average Joe in the hood. You. Getting down on the oh fool, what's wrong with your head? Ooh. He's what's wrong with your pockets? I mean, hey, my pockets <laughs> decent, man. Like if unless it's yay, I don't think you, you know, you're not that far off from me, but I, I don't know, man. Right. I mean, you know, to each his own, man, but Kanye is definitely a an interesting individual. Well, let's go on, man. So, you know. He also talked about in this, you know, entire interview. I feel like he could have low key wrote a book off this joint, but um, he talked about the verses, man. Um, you know, he said him versus anybody, oh yeah versus new yeah, and then they brought up like Drake, and he was basically, they was basically like Kanye, who who you know who will win between you and Drake, and he ain't beat around the bush. He said, let's, let's, let's be honest here. There's only two people, you know, it's Jay and Hove, and he ain't going against Hove because Hove the ball slash right. big bro. But he said they can go. You know, they, they can go for it, you know. Mm-hmm. He ready for that. But then he also said that oh, – go ahead. Yeah, but, yeah, he was like – because I'm if I'm not mistaken, he was like, um, yeah, I'll win. Like, I'll win against anybody. You can put me against anybody. But he's also like, man, you might need three niggas against me, man. So, yeah, he did say that because he said that because then you got you got to produce, you got to mm-hmm. go against the producer. Yeah, he produced, so you know, I ain't gonna, I'm gonna just add this one input. I don't think nobody beating Lil Wayne in the versus battle. That's all I'm gonna say. We can continue to talk about, yay. Well, Wayne got hits, but I ain't go cap to you, bro. That man been on everybody's song, man. It's just, nah, man, I don't know. But anyway, it just, just all depends, like like we always say, like lyrically, like lyrically, I, I'm I'm probably with you. Like I don't think lyrically anybody is beating Wayne, you know, metaphorically or anything. But just to go on to the question, man. So we've been in this beef since like, well, this beef been going on for about ten years with Kanye and Drake. And so this past summer, you know, we talked about CLB, Donda, and we both was, we all was pretty much disappointed in the responses that we got from both artists. Do we think Kanye won the rivalry based off this interview? What do y'all, what do y'all think more about the rivalry based off this interview? Does it Drake and Kanye, I, I mean, Mark, go ahead. I was gonna say I wouldn't say whether he won won or not. I, 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 um, based off what he was saying in the interview, he was basically saying this is like a professional rap beef. You feel me? It wasn't like a I'm I'm gonna come at your head with this with this type of with this wordplay. You come at this wordplay. We can go head head your people versus my people. He just said we just go see who go sell numbers. You feel me? And. He did. He he did it the, one of the smartest ways I ever seen. I ain't never seen it before. He literally made the money off the album doing three what three shows, mm-hmm. and then dropped the album. Even if the album wasn't even a hit, the fact that he already made the money, he already got the attention before the album dropped. You feel me? People went to the shows and he barely performed. He was just standing up, walking around. <laughs> getting, basically, he just he, he made like twelve million off the album. And the nah, album what you say? What you say, Don? If you making um, 
if you got niggas buying what sixty dollar chicken tenders, you you already won, man. <laughs> you already won. Yeah, with that, with the, yeah, That's three, yeah, three. Uh, listening party for the album, right? Two in Atlanta exactly. at the Mercedes Benz Dome, then one back at the crib, right? right? But then you think about it like they're serving like three different agendas, right? Like one is for the culture, right? There's nothing gonna top it, you know, it's gonna take Live Nation at least like a year or two to even put something together that can come close to it, right? Um, mm-hmm. um, and then um, he had an agenda because he's bringing, like behind the scenes, he's bringing all these different political parties together, um, pushing the whole Free, Free Larry Hoover campaign, right? And then mm-hmm. just like as an artist, like, who, who who's doing what he's doing? Like, yeah, if you, if you can, man, you can charge you can charge somebody sixty bucks for chicken tenders with fries, bro, and you can be proud to with no fries though. And you, and you say you got a yeah, bro. I think I think everything was a la carte. So uh, with no fries, just sixty bucks for chicken tenders, dude. Like, That's goaded. He, he not even we not, not even we not even we not even charging money on like. Um, parking, mm-hmm. you know, none of that type of stuff like that. We ain't touching merch or nothing like that. We talking about popcorn concession, mm-hmm. concession stand. Thirty bucks for some popcorn, you know. Like, are you out there, man? But just to talk about it, man. You know, with the Drake situation, man. I think yeah got my respect fully, man. He gained he gained most of my respect back. Like we talking about yeah getting his fans back. He gained a lot of my respect because it's like he straight up was like, man, he he leaked one song and it was better than any song I played this year. And he just was like, Drake ain't saying nothing like that, man. Drake, like he said, Drake is more like, uh, well, what he say? He, he said, said that he's getting ready for war. Yeah, he right? said that you if you pay attention to like what Drake is a professional, mm-hmm. right? And so he, like he said, he, he pushing all, all straight pedal to the gas. Like, let's get it. I'm finna call your granny. I'm finna help all the females in your family. Probably throw them in a video. You know what I mean? They move down the, the street. Travis Scott, whole oh, they don't know what's going on, right? And he said he compared it to like Mike Tyson and Holyfield. Mm-hmm. He said what people didn't see was, you know, the illegal hits below the belt, right? right? He said he do all these stuff to push your point. He said, yeah, I bit his damn head off. Like, I had to. There's nothing else to do. Like, we'll handle it later, but I had to do what I had to do. Like, whatever happens, happens. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's that's the art of war, right? And so that's what they're, they're in the war. But really, they're not really in the war because it's really, it's really nothing. It's professional, like I said, it's professional mm-hmm. rap beef. Like at the end of the day, they both made their money. They both got they they name higher than what it was. It's the most controversial rap beef this year. Probably really the only major uh, rap beef this year. So it's like they both winning. So you feel right. either one of them is gonna be touched by either yeah. camps. So, so who y'all think took the the best approach though? Who do you think like got more of an edge on the beef on the way they did it? Because like you said, uh, like you said, Drake was more like the sneaky Holyfield, you know, tactical joint, and Ye was just basically like, man, it is what it is. I know who I am. Like, it, it's it's just crazy, right? A lot of stuff on rappers, right? Because uh, a while back, Drake was in tour with with Diddy. About something, right? right? And so then I'm watching. I'm watching the credits on on the drink camps, and Diddy, the executive producer on this. So it's like, it's like at this point, I'm baffled. Like, what's really going on, right? So like, you mean Maybe to tell like me that time? organic conversation? Like, you just gotta you gotta read between the lines, man. People 
people got their hands more than what you think they got their hands in. If you don't really know what's going on, I mean, at this part, at this point, we all just here, <laughs> like right. puppets in some form or fashion until we we woke. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I, 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 I had that thought of, thought process for a minute too, man. It's like, man, is this beef even real, bro? Because it's like these, man. I mean, it's it's always going to be to that point at, 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 some, at some eventually with anything, whether it's sports, whether it's politics, whether it's, um, you know, singing or something like that, whoever I like. The number ones, if you know the media don't put them against each other, the fans will, or somebody out there camps. And so, um, after that, Kanye, like it doesn't even really have to be like that because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we're on the same side, right? And we should have the same agenda. Which is, you know, making people of color aware, you know, owning that block that you you claim, you know, owning the rights to your music, you know, not being pushed around, you know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. So, Keith, what you think, man? Um, I just I feel like I mean. Far as far as the whole thing, I definitely feel like it was it was a little set up. It was a little set up because they it was set up to a fact that they both win. They both win. Like it's not a lose lose situation. Like you feeding off my people, I'm feeding off your people. I'm feeding off your fan base. You feeding off my fan base. You feel me? both albums did numbers. Both of them got well uh, paid. I feel like mm-hmm. I mean it's it's all good in either one of their eyes. So it's like at the end of the day, was it really beef? You feel me? Ain't nobody really get hurt. You feel me? It just, it, it just all, it, it all coincides together. So it's just like, yeah, I don't, I don't really think it was like some type of major beef. You feel me? So I'm like, and then, and they both went creative with it. They both, they, they both, they both shot their shots. Uh, far as the rap beef, but it wasn't nothing major. It wasn't nothing major, bro. They was just getting their sales out. That's that's kind of how like um, set up rap beef go to though. Like both ends gonna make sure they get you know they revenue. So I don't know. I wouldn't put past. I ain't surprised if it if it is like you know they probably had like some stakes in it. But let 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 let's you know talk about Donda though, man. You know we had um a lot of that, rappers that iffy ass album. <laughs> we had a lot of you know artists come out and be mad when. You know, when they seen they wasn't on the final cut of Donda, man, you know, in the, in the music industry, you know, I don't think every artist, you know, that didn't put out a verse or anything has made every cut of an album that they put out. So I feel That's like not. I'm so surprised as like, you know, we had Chris Brown, Soldier Boy. Um, I think Cowboys, like these guys is really mad. It's like, bro. Man, they put me on the album. Like, what's up? Hey, hey, I ain't, I ain't gonna cap though. He, he, he did. He was, he was thinking, folks, when he left Soldier Boy off that bitch. Bro. I don't know if you heard the verse. No, that yeah. Was not it, hey, what, what did he say? He said, "Did you hear the verse?" Yeah, he said, you hear the verse? He said "Nah, that ain't it." He said, "I tell you what, man." <laughs> Joy. But let's let's talk about Donna, man. How if you know how influential. Is Donna, how, you know, do you think it's, like, going to be a, did, did Ye make a new, you know, genre with Donda? Is it going to be furthermore, like, you know, um, trans- is more already going to try to, you know, copy the Donda type, you know, music? is. It's definitely going to be a conversation from, for another pod because I feel like the swoops, and everything feel like yay is what they tried to emulate while mm-hmm. being Christian artists. Yeah. And so um, it, it'll be good to, just to hear what, what what's to come about it, you know, like how they feel about it. 
Because you got artists like, like I said, like Swoop, who is a, a pretty big uh, deal in the whole Christian world of rap. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want to be bubbled as just like a Christian rapper. Um, and so it, it, it'll be it'll be cool to hear what their take is on it because it's basically the type of music that they've been making with trying to, you know, be Kanye, like a, the Christian version of Kanye for like years. Right. And then Kanye hop on it and go crazy with it. It's like, so, I mean, that kind of attests you to like his greatness though, because it's like folks was able to just, you know, like some of them, I don't know, Keith though. I think Donna is a masterpiece, but you know, just on like some of the beasts and beats and stuff he made, it's just like, bro, how how do you like mix a trap beat with a you know with an organ or you know, just like some of the samples that he got on there, it's just like it's cold, and I don't even just to talk about like the Christian rappers that you said. It's like I don't think a Christian rapper has been creative to make you know beats and and flows and stuff like he did on there. Like I mean, he, you almost got like four people and four different kind of like genres of music with uh, with Kanye West. You got you got Kanye West, mm-hmm. you got Easy, <laughs> you got Yay. Mm-hmm. And then you got a fool from the 808s to Heartbreaks. It's just like you don't know what you're gonna get. In each of those different genres, he's kind of pushed the envelope uh, on music and culture, like to the max. To where is he's created? Like you don't get a Cuddy, you don't get a Travis Scott, you don't get a Big Sean. You know, you don't get the rebirth of, of Pusha T. And that was wild what he said about Big Sean, too, man. <laughs> well, with Big Sean, man, it's like, it's politics, right? And it's like, it's like, if you're on my team, right, and I'll I bring you to the court, you're on my team, and then... You, you, you just openly switch sides, like yeah. switch up on me in the middle of a race, like, and uh, I mean, you roll with me. I brought you. Right. You think I'm going to let you back in my car? Or like, should I let you back in my car? Like, you see what I'm saying? So it's like, man, imagine how heated people be like when they go to the gym with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. You bring somebody to a set and they trash and you talk bad about you and they roll with you. Like, how you gonna get home, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> Food them ain't going that way. So like yeah. it's, it's kind of how people you know felt about KD, you know, just talking about sports wise. How people felt about KD leaving OKC to go to Golden State, you know. Um but uh, I, I, that's a little different though. I mean, it's kind of like the same, though, in, like, you know, retrospect, because he, he felt like, dang, bro, you, you really left me for some niggas you don't know, and we've been through a lot. Like, I damn near changed your life, he said. It wasn't even that he necessarily left him. It was that he combatively, combatively went against his perspective openly on the platform. Like we can have our different views and our different opinions, but at, at some point in time, like loyalty has to supersede that. So like even Pusha T, Pusha T, a Democrat, but he didn't get tripped up in talking uh, down about Ye. So it was yeah. like, I think, but I, big- I, I think, I, I think another thing on top of that is how, how, how badly do you? Support your artist, you feel me? That's that's another thing because like if you look at it, look at good music, the his label overall, you feel me? Like that whole label, like low-key, not as popular as what it used to be. You feel me? Like when they mm-hmm. came when they first was coming out, you feel me? I'm talking about Lamborghini, like you know, Mercy when they came out with Mercy, bro. Like everybody was all good music, you feel me? He he got all these artists, Pusha T, Big Sean, Tiana Taylor. 
But now look at them now though. They not the same artists no more. They falling off. You feel they didn't get they didn't even get pushed as hard. Like Tiana Taylor, uh, she ain't she didn't get pushed as hard. You feel now she retiring, bro. She early 30, retiring mm. in her music. You feel me? It's like that's crazy because like they this the level of like I think I think he definitely dropped the ball with a lot of artists. Nah, not not necessarily because well, folks say he owed them what six mil too, right? That's some big shit. Right. He owed he owed he owed Big Sean money. Tiana yeah, Taylor retiring. Who still listen to Pusha T? <laughs> like, come on, G. Like, but if you think about it though, all of them were given the same keys to success that he had. All of them got. Did great with the music. All of them got some type of fashion deals or connects or something like that. And so it's like you only could do so much. <laughs> right? So like yeah. like Tiana, Tiana Taylor is not gonna be nothing without music. Like she did movies. He got she like being invited out to fashion shows, all type of stuff like But I did she, think I did think Ye was like he he dropped the ball on Tiana Taylor. Yeah, 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 he did. He did. Like, bro, but she could have like, been a nah, go ahead. I was just gonna say, but niggas like Big Sean and other niggas like that, like they had a big enough platform. Like Big Sean was supposed to be a part of that big foe. Like he he dropped the ball just like Wale dropped the ball because it was J Cole, J Cole, Drake, Sean, and Wale. That's what it was, and Kendrick. That the really big side. That's what it was supposed to be. And yeah. out of those five, Wale and Big Sean didn't come up to their potential as they should have. Well, we know what happened with Wale. Well, what? Oh yeah. So. Uh, bam! Stick to the uh, the one, two, three falsetto connections, whatever you got going on with that. And Big Sean, I don't, I don't know. It seemed like he was just popping like two years ago. So it'd be like it'd be like three years. Like his album, what was that album? Dark Sky Paradise. That that I don't fuck with you. That all of the songs with Drake on there. Like that was like that was the gold mine album. That album took him high. And he just dropped. You hear me? And then Tiana Taylor, not even she never even had that that one album that just went up and she stayed up. Like she went like mid and then she dropped. She had to retire. You feel me? Pusha T. Like Pusha T ain't really had that album that really went up. I don't think it was it was, it was pretty much over Pusha T, bro. <laughs> he was already That's his artist. He too chaining it out right now. He just yeah. Niggas ain't listening to pushing. He couldn't go any further. He got a clothing deal. His biggest thing. Still making music. He over. He did. He good. He body body Drake through town and a little rap beef. That's his biggest I one, y'all. That's his biggest thing is Drake. He might as well just go ahead and retire off that. That's his chip. I mean, he still was his <laughs> artist, bro. He wasn't gonna plateau any further. Like he got a, a shoe deal. Come on, you you good? Like. And we ain't talking like some mediocre shoes. His shoes, decent. He got the play clothes, which I think he had naturally just from being around for real. So he was around probably two geniuses for real and Kanye. So like, no, I think that's a perfect segue. You know, uh, let's talk about you know fashion, and then we'll you know we'll end it off. Kanye and his fashion. Um, he talked about Jordan. Um, he talked about Virgil. He even talked about what Yeezy. I think he gave um I forgot the dude name, but the dude who gave him the nickname, his nickname. Benny Siegel. Yeah, he gave Benny From, Siegel. Uh, well, was it like fifty you know, mil? He gave him five percent of Yeezy, right? Which would be fifty mil. But Benny Siegel said he would rather, you know, be at the table and and earn his own. So, what does understand? If I'm him, I'm taking out 50 mil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you can do with 50 mil, you can eat that, you can make your own table with 50 mil. <laughs> I am the table. Right. Talk about. 
But yeah, so let's just talk about the fashion, you know, Yeezy, you know, Gap, Adidas, even Nike. Nike still like that legendary lore, uh, you know, with Nike. Um, like how influential, like, I, let, let, let's talk about Nike first. Like, I don't think Nike has probably been the same or probably has got a big of an artist as when they had Kanye. And I know I'm probably missing, you know, what Travis Scott, but is really his shoes just as high, you know, or just as, you know, hype beast or hyped up as um as Kanye was, you know, because he's at the Red October, like the Yeezy one, the Yeezy two, like them joints. What they want, like a sack for them joints? Or not? Yeah. Even? Like I said, I say as far as like, you know, the, the next big artist outside of yay, you feel me? For night for uh for, for Nike was, you know, Travis Scott. Uh, I would say Drake too. Drake was a part of the uh, the Nike movement. I think he still is in a, in a small small way. Nike and Jordan, you yeah, feel me? So it's like he's still Nike. Yeah, so it's like you know, after yeah, you know, they did get Drake. You know, they did get Travis Scott. Um, but I would say that the the Travis the Travis Scott shoes are a rarity. His shoes are a rarity. But I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's like because it, it's not a brand. It's just a shoe. You feel me? It's just a that's just that's just a shoe. You feel me? Yeezy is a brand. You feel me? Like Yeezy is it's outside the shoes. He got shoes and he got clothes. He got this. He got he, he that's a fashion brand. That's a fashion statement. Opposed to like, you know, this is just a nice pair of shoes that's rough. You feel me from Travis Scott. So that's two different things that how I see it. So what Yeezy built up is like he built an empire. You can't build an empire of one shoe, two, three shoes. From from uh, Travis, this is a easy as a whole empire itself to where it's trumping Jordan. Like we thought, nobody could really trump Jordan on the shoe game. This is like you feel Honestly, me? Though I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm with you 100. But if it, if we have to choose one nigga, I think Travis could if he if he had like made some good sneakers and he was like you know made his own silicone. That's the only thing with Travis, right? His joints are remixed. It's not really his own silhouette like Yeezy did. Exactly. So it's like, I would say that Travis would, if he branched off into his own joint, like it would be like crazy, just as crazy as Yeezy. But that, I, I don't know though, because I don't know how much impact he's having on his shoe model. I mean, the only other person who... I think naturally comes close. Well, it's two people probably. And one of them, I don't really know what happened, but Pharrell hmm. and, 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 and ASAP Rocky uh, have more, in my opinion, an influence on the whole artist and, and fashion collab uh, type of deal situations. But to your point, um, he doesn't have his own. It's just a remix of something that already exists. And so it's like uh, Kanye, you got your Joe Fresh Goods, you got your Ron Lewis's and stuff like that. People who kind of fought to get to this level and then, you know, hit Travis Scott with his whole collab and his whole remix on something that already exists. And uh, yeah, without without Travis Scott or uh, even more so Virgil, Nike is nothing. Yeah, because you you need that because you it's 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 more to it. It's more to it than just just selling clothes. You feel me? Like like you feel me? Like when it comes when it comes to clothing, like a clothing line, you feel me? Are you just trying to make money? Which is the Travis Scott shoes? That's just a, a good shoe that you can make some bread off of. People can buy those, resell those. You can make some bread off of. Or, or are you trying to build a, a brand? A brand is a lifestyle. You feel me? Like Yeezy is a lifestyle. For real clothes, all his stuff, all that Virgil, all of that is a lifestyle. You feel me? Like when you see Virgil Abloh, you automatically think like, oh, this is some high end fashion. This is some creative stuff. You feel me? You don't think it's that when you see Jordan, Jordan's case would be long. 
Who you think make V Law? Who you think make V Law? Virgil, right? No, that's out of ASAP. ASAP. Oh, ASAP. Yeah. Oh. yeah, that's that's the, the more you know. <laughs> but I don't know though, man. I don't think Virgil's off whites is like that though. You said what now? I don't think it's off whites like that. I me personally, I think they overhype. Cause that's you a brand know. though. That's a lifestyle. That's oh, not because look, kids, all, all those shoes are are really just distressed shoes. They are just beat. He just make them beat up. And call them off white. I think all he kind of did was kind of. That's suck. a lifestyle. That's a that whole struggling artist look. Yeah, exactly. That is, a, that is a lifestyle. They look like, you know, you got something that, you know, your Jordan 3s, and you just wear them till they can't wear no more. And you fix them and you, you just celebrating that. And people are paying for that whole grunge. You know, I personally won't pay. You know, nothing but retail for that stuff. But you got people that's willing to pay all that money. I think it is kind of overhyped. But everything kind of overhyped because it's the thing of just having something that ain't nobody else can have until you can. And it's like, what's next? Yeah. But like you said, though, man, I think, you know, all these artists, is, you know, they we all get a chance to reprogram, you know, you kind of – refer to us as like programs or like the iPhone or whatever. Like we all got our own program and I definitely think like like he said, man, Yeezy is probably one of the top programs of influential artists in 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 music really. Not even music, probably as just a person as a whole. Because like you said, I twenty years, you know, Niggas that's 20 years and older than me, I have in the floor zone, and niggas that's 20 years younger than me, I have in the floor zone. So it's like, you know, this man is really just, he doing his thing, man. But yeah, so that's it, man. You know, this is the free game pod. Let's hit with my brothers, man. Don, Big Keith, you know, it's Maya. Um, we might come out with a part two. Um, I have more to catch. Well, we is coming out with a part two. Ain't no bite. Well, we're coming out, <laughs> boy. Free game pod, man. Follow us, man. Free game pod, Instagram, YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify. <laughs> Folks off that crack pack. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to have to have Chuck on here, man. You know, he is super, you know, Kanye is idol. We got him tatted on the, on the arm, so it'd be. I definitely love to hear what, what he has to say. Right. Um, you know, this Kanye's interview. Huge Kanye fan and a huge Drake fan. So it's like, it's good to see some of those vices that he got with, like, you know, did Kanye really was like, did he really little bro Drake? Did he really just come up upon, on Drake? But we'll have a part two, man. He. He low-key looked bro to a lot of people. He did. But I think that's the arrogance <laughs> and and yay, you know what I'm saying? From just Blaze, mm-hmm. you know, and all that. He he he's some of the stuff he's speaking about, I, I don't know. It's just like <laughs> like what are you trying to do? It's like he's pushing the envelope because it's like, oh, I want to have this conversation. Like, no, nah, we ain't having that conversation. He's like, well, we have it anyway, one way or another. <laughs> you know, uh, with that, you know, you get all these people that will be, you'll see, like, be having these interviews that probably wouldn't because of Yay mentioning them. Like, you already see Big Sean, that he got to explain himself. Um, John Legend, he definitely going to have to explain himself, right? People just scared to respond too, man. It's like people don't want to mess up their stock. They like, man, they don't want to even indulge. And like, even with some, even like in the sports world, like people really don't want to respond and go, you know, in on how they really feel. Like you said earlier, Don, like this is probably uh, one of the few interviews in a while where we really heard somebody just say some real spiel. Like, 
not really caring what anybody thinks and just saying, like, what's really on his heart, whether it sounds crazy or not, you know, on his Michael Jackson or his Beethoven, man. You know, he's just really just like, this me and I'm yay. And I yeah, think that- I think sometimes people forget that, you know, these people are humans, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Got to sit down in the bathroom and, you know, put their pants on one leg at a time, you know. Um, the whole world has been affected by this pandemic. And, you know, mental, just people's mental and, you know, depression is real, right? And so, um, yeah, people are afraid to be canceled, man, you know. Yeah. Instant fame and social media, um, but I like that he's like, you can't be canceled. You know what I'm saying? You can't. And that, and, and and we, you know, we run out of time though because it's like our producers, man. But we even like he saved the baby from getting canceled. Everybody was just like, man, the baby over with. He put that nigga on the track. I mean, he probably still might get canceled now after what he just did. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a bunch of different stuff, man. <laughs> hey, I mean, people get put out every day, you know. Hey, but not with the baby though, bro. You put the, the, baby, put the baby in the girl. He just don't get no kids, bro. He said, "You in that baby?" <laughs> I'm trying to. He said, I'm trying, baby, I'm trying to clap cheeks. Then he said. Then he got back on the live with the baby in his hand, like, you know, I'm still a father. <laughs> like, this nigga. But we'll talk more about that in, in part two, man. Because just like to have an influence to just have people get back on the nigga that people were just trying to shun out, that's major too. But, you know, it, it's the free game pod, man. You know, here with my boys, my brothers, we got done talking gay, man. You know, go ahead and. Follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, you know, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, RSS, and go ahead and like, share, and subscribe on our YouTube page. If you want it right now, go ahead, right now. Come on now. Part two coming soon. Yeah, don't just listen. I mean, don't just hear me and don't listen, but actually listen. You feel me? Go ahead and put subscribe, like, share, man. Show everybody. So, see y'all later, man. It's free game, and we out, man. Bye now.